Escape of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Campaign Children of Fear by Lynn Hardy Um, there was much kind of messing around until, really, we figured out that we needed to go look at these antiques and, um, so we went to, um, the merchant, uh, Saina, his house, and he had a variety of items, but only a few were really antique, and they were very, very nice, um, but they were also variants of the things that were missing, like the porcelain pillow, and a, a paint set instead of a calligraphy set, and, um, a walking a walking stick with a leaping fish on it, and Miss um, Chang and Doctor Lockhart and Norbo agreed to go with him to his ancestors' burial mound, where he was getting these antiques, and um, they went there with him. And sure enough, there was a pile of exactly the things that were missing. And these little, um, what are they called again? The, the little terracotta attack bots. Ketsumen. Yeah, <laughs> Ketsumen, the the armless attack bots. And um, when Miss Chang tried to retrieve her calligraphy set, they came to life and started attacking. And um, there was some valiant fighting and some almost running away. And um, poor Mr. Saina was killed by his ancestors, Ketsumen, and um, his body was left there to rest with his ancestors. And um, the money that we had given to him for the antiques um, was retrieved to leave for his family. And um, our three guys um, snuck back into the city and we probably will not speak of this as they are damaged both psychologically and physically. Sounds reasonable. Oh, just a quick thing. I kept on thinking of Monty Python, Holy Grail, the Black Knight without his arms trying to attack. And those were attacking us. I can see that. I can see that. They did have arms while they were attacking. Oh, they did actually have okay. Yes, yes. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I asked the same. <laughs> um, so yes, the uh, the grave robber, uh, tomb robber, um, how uh, the violence party, let's say maybe, um, returns to the hotel to find, I am sure, at least Mister Lockhart uh, waiting up, although perhaps he has since fallen asleep um, since you were a little late. Um, fall into bed. Good night's rest. Uh, everyone can have a hit point back if you want it. Uh, wake the next morning to find your uh, guides and porters uh, waiting outside the uh, guest house for you to be ready and to leave town. Uh, I did want to return the cane to the professor before we left. Yes. Wait a minute. I bought that. That is mine. 
<laughs> I would point out to you that it was given to me and because of my damaged condition. <sighs> oh, no, no, no. Remember, you bought the other... Well, I'm not saying what I brought. I'm saying at some point, someone said, here, you took the cane because you're having trouble walking. Uh, No, I gave you the the jade cane. And we're going to give the other cane back to... Well, I thought we left all the antiques back in the pile because we did not want to get caught walking through the streets with antiques because that was against the law. So we don't have any antique things. Yep. That so was my, that was my understanding. Is you left all that stuff behind? Oh yeah, in, in, I was gonna give it to you, but you said no. Don't worry and, about it. And the only things that you took were Professor Johnson's cane and uh, Miss Chiang's uh, calligraphy set. That's correct. That was the whole point of going there. You mm-hmm. you even left the uh, the poor German fellow's porcelain pillow behind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so whomever returns Professor Johnson's <laughs> team, perhaps it is a team effort. Um, uh, he is very grateful. Uh, he uh, he does ask, oh, where did you find it? How remarkable. Uh, we found it in uh, when we were looking through the stools, sort of a, off the oh, side. I see. Oh, I see. Well, yes, it must have just been... Nicked then, and you tried to sell it. Well, thank you so much uh, for uh, finding it. Uh, if there's anything, if there's ever anything I can do for you, uh, I know you were. I see your guides are are anxious to have you on the road, but uh, I shall be here for another month or so, and then uh, back in London after that. So, uh, if there's any ever, if you ever uh, find yourselves in London, please please do look me up. I thought you taught at Arkham. Yes, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> no, that was totally a keeper's group. The plot thickens. <laughs> yeah, no. I just thought, yeah, yeah I, I thought I got something back. nefarious there. No, no. I shall be back in Massachusetts in, uh, uh, after a month. <laughs> if you are ever up uh, around Arkham or Boston, uh, please do look me up. No, thank you. Thank you very much. And we look forward to reading your book someday. Yes. Was there anything else that y'all wanted to do before heading out? I will double check uh, the supplies and make sure they look reasonable, but I will mm-hmm. try to do it without pissing off the uh, the guides. Okay. Yeah, uh, make sure can, that everything's safe. You can make a survival roll. All right. Uh, that is a hard success on desert survival. Yes, everything. Well, uh, first, everything that you, that you had agreed upon uh, is there, and then second, uh, yes, you believe this is uh, sufficiently and not not only sufficiently but actually well provisioned for the journey Excellent. through the desert. That's what we need with some untrained explorers. Yeah, probably a good idea. And with that, set off from Xi'an to Tun Huang. Do you have the little red dots for us? Uh, I do not have the little red dots for you. Um, but we are going to little red dot the whole journey rather than role playing a thousand miles worth of walking. 
What? Little keeper fiat there. I do apologize. Um, but we do have some mechanical things to deal with. So it will take you about 30 days to get from Sion to Tun Huang. <clears throat> Over the course of that time, uh, you can all, first of all, uh, heal back up to your full hit points. Uh, and then if everyone would make a luck roll, please. Nope. Yes. I didn't pass. I got a normal success. So those of you who fail the luck roll uh, lose 1d6 hit points. So over the course of the journey, you know, you can kind of imagine it like a movie, right? We're kind of seeing the map, right? We're seeing the red line move move along the map, <clears throat> you know, and, and in, um, in overlay, you know, we're seeing little, uh, you know, little snippets, little scenes from the journey. Um, you know, some walking, some horse riding, uh, the occasional gunplay as bandits attack, maybe a, a dust storm or two, uh, trading at a at a bazaar in a little village along the way. You know, so over the course of the 30 days, you know, it, it has been somewhat eventful. Um, and, you know, kind of everyone, you know, has been kind of battered, a little bruised, a little beaten up here and there. Uh, that loss of D6... For those of you who failed the luck roll, you know, just kind of, you know, is the is the net result at the end. You know, some of you are are back up to full fighting sinks, and some of you are are not quite right. Hopefully, that makes sense. Uh, would everyone make a Constitution roll? Pass. Yes. Success. Pass the con roll. Uh, if those of you who pass the con roll can gain 1d3 constitution points. I failed. 1d3 constitution points, huh? So nothing happens if you fail? Correct. Nothing happens if you fail. Constitution. Add 1d3 to your con. Oh, nice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Very My nice. saddle sores have healed nicely. So max hit points is con plus something over two. So every two con points is one hit point. And uh, no, no. Uh, it's it, your con divided by five plus your strength divided by five over two. Oh, over five. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so two does nothing, <clears throat> probably. Yeah. yeah, and it might. It you know for some of you it might. Right, it could tip it over a rounding, rounding. Trip the rounding up. error. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely something to look at. Strength plus con over five. <clears throat> so the third thing, 
Um, a month traveling together is is a fair amount of time. <clears throat> so, uh, if you want, totally optional, not required. If you don't want to, then don't. I don't care. Um, <clears throat> but if you want to, you can have spent this 30 days uh, practicing, learning, improving a skill. The only requirement is that you have to have some good excuse for how you would have practiced, learned, or studied it. Right? So you can certainly, you know, so fighting brawl, for instance. Oh, we're, you know, we're, you know, so-and-so and I are sparring, you know, or even if no one else wants to, you know, you can certainly find a porter or something who will, you know, are doing some sparring every night before bed. Right? Firearms, target practice in the evening. Um, you know, a, a language skill. As long as there's someone in the party who's fluent, well, you know, you're you're spending, you know, you're passing time in conversation, and you know, they're, uh, you know, Miss Chiang is teaching you Chinese or whatever, right? Um, you know, archaeology. Doctor Lockhart can certainly, you know, expand on, you know, on detail uh, on archaeological topics. So you could learn archaeology, right? Um, you might have a hard time learning geology because I don't believe we have any geologists in the party who could teach you. So hopefully that makes sense. So yeah. any one skill, as long as you have some good excuse for being able to learn it, add a D10. Well, I think I'm going to gain, because uh, I, I feel like it's stupid that I don't know any Chinese, and this seems like the perfect opportunity to rectify that. So I'll actually add 1d10 to my Chinese. Improve my Chinese as well. All right. In exchange for learning teaching you Chinese, I will request that you teach me to use handguns. Oh, I will. I will teach you. Yeah. Nice. I will also take some Chinese because. I am barely fluent. So every afternoon from four to six, I'm teaching. <laughs> that sounds about right. And foreign language starts at zero, I assume, right? I believe that is the case, yes. Were we supposed to roll ticks last time? No. Yeah. Okay. Ticks have not yet been rolled. Just three points. They're all the, that time. Well, you must be a better teacher because I got nine. Um, okay, can I have a spot hidden roll from everyone who speaks Russian? <laughs> okay. Maybe we should learn Russian. Das is a, yeah, das is a regular success. Okay. <clears throat> uh, would you please make a Russian roll? 
that is also a regular success. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> as you are on the journey, <clears throat> one of the things that you that you notice is that on you know various rocks and cliff sides and in some caves and on the occasional uh, building inside wall of a guest house, um, there is a surprising amount of Russian graffiti, meaning graffiti that's in Russian. Hmm. Um, most of this seems to be people's just people's names. You know, mm -hmm. Vlad was here kind of thing. Vlad the Impaler? Um, what? <laughs> um, no. Uh, there's no Impaler, just Vlad. Um, just Vlad, okay. Or, or Ivan, or Mikhail, or a variety of names. Ivan um, the Plumber. <laughs> in in some cases, they are, they are more than just a name. It'll be, uh, you know, a person's name who is clearly a soldier, because it will also include, you know, their regiment and date. Um, uh, in some cases, there will be, you know, um, you know, please, Christina, find me in Peking or or things like this, right? And it, I mean, it's very clear that these that this is all graffiti from uh, white army or political prisoners or various others uh, escaping east out of communist out of uh, com out of now, now communist Russia, escaping the revolution. I see. Um, <clears throat> except for one thing that shows up a surprising amount uh, in and around the areas where you're finding any of the Russian graffiti. Almost always you are finding, in addition, one particular phrase, this particular phrase. Uh, which the first time you stumble across it, you realize that the, it, I mean, it is in Russian, uh, but you kind of scratch your head because it's a, it's an older dialect. It's not modern Russian. Okay. But kind of after repeated exposure and some, and some thinking about it, uh, you do eventually come up with a translation to English. As such. Well, I'm going to assume that they are speaking of uh, the communists. Um, for they have come. Uh, that must be it. That must be it. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> um, on the, let's see, uh, on the 26th of November, 1923, uh, your caravan reaches the city of Tunhuang. You settle into a guest house uh, for the night. Your guides tell you that it will be about another uh, four hours tomorrow morning to get to the Chienfotung Valley, 
which is where the caves of a thousand Buddhas are located. And so, true enough, that next morning, 27th of November, uh, it is Sorry, a. Can we get a hit mm -hmm. point back for that? Yes, absolutely. It's supposed to be at the end. Of okay. Yep. Cool. Um, so on the morning of the 27th of November, you get up, head out for the last leg of your journey. And the trail from Tunhuang leads uh, back into the mountains and into uh, through uh, some trees and into a fairly large valley. Um, you can see uh, on the it's kind of a it's a kind of a narrow valley um the walls of the valley are clearly some kind of soft rock that has you know been eroded away over millennia <clears throat> and up and down the valley you can see you know just pointing up you know, so up above the trees the uh, spires of various temples uh, and along one and you can you know in the cliff walls see you know a number of caves kind of dotting the entire length of the valley and along one particular section of wall, uh, you can see that there is a bustle of activity. There's a fairly good sized camp uh, in the valley, uh, up, butted up next to the wall, uh, and then quite a bit of scaffolding uh, up and down the, uh, the wall, the cliff face, uh, and a number of workers who are you know, kind of moving up and down the scaffolding Carrying stuff up, carrying stuff down, doing whatever their workman duties are. Uh, it is cool in the valley. You can definitely tell that, uh, <coughs> you know, although you know the desert was definitely cooling off as winter comes, uh, as you kind of climb up into this valley, uh, it is noticeably cooler here. Uh, the trees have all lost their leaves by now. And they are bare and swaying in the breeze. Um, there are some birds, the occasional call of a raven, but not much more than that. And as you approach the campsite, uh, you see in the on the scaffolding above you uh, a man step out of one of the caves. Uh, he is tall. You know, fairly fairly well muscled, you know, kind of a thick, robust build. Uh, red hair, uh, nicely trimmed mustache and goatee. He's kind of got a heavy jacket. He's uh, wearing a fedora, jodhpurs, uh, boots. He kind of stalks out onto the uh, scaffolding. Hello there. Are you the one sent by Professor Wang? Indeed, indeed. I am uh, Dr. Lockhart. Ah, excellent, excellent. Uh, I'll be down in just a moment. True to his word, he climbs down the scaffolding. Ah. Dr. Lockhart, pleasure to meet you. He holds out his hand. Langdon Warner. Oh, we have met before. 
Oh, yeah, I believe that is the case. Good to see you again, Dr. Lockhart. How are you? Um, not too bad. Um, and these are my companions, and I'll introduce them all. Uh, he takes in everyone's names. Uh, this is the guy. Sorry, this is the guy that was that was in trouble that sent the telegram, or yeah, yeah. sent the telegram. Yeah. Warner. Uh, all right. Well, I'll, uh, I will speak up then. I thought you were in uh, some sort of trouble. Oh well, yeah. Well, plenty of time to talk about that. Um, no, wait. We come rushing out here. Four weeks across the desert because, because what? Well, if you must know, if you are in such a hurry, um, uh, Mr. Bazaz Wayne, was it? Yes. Um, yes. Um, I'm sorry. What is it that you do, Mr. Bazaz Wayne? I brought us here. Oh. Well, what is it that you do? Well, job. I. Uh, I am a scientist and an archaeologist and an explorer. Well, and why are we here? But please, well, come, come. I, I will certainly uh, explain if you're in such a hurry. That's fine, but... Uh, well, I thought I you would, were the one in a hurry. I'm. Uh... Well, I, I would rather... Explain please, yes, uh, prying yes, bring us tea, food. That sounds wonderful. Of any prying eyes or listening ears. Um, this way, if you would. Uh, He leads you, he leads you into uh, one of the caves that is at ground level. Um, It is the, the cave itself is open. Uh, the ground has been cleared. Uh, there are a number of cots set up. Uh, you are all welcome to uh, use this as your living quarters. Uh, while you're here, uh, myself and my students from the university are uh, right next door, as you will. Um, the walls of the cave are all painted with murals. Uh, which at least some of you will recognize as being uh, Buddhist in nature. Um, All of the murals are damaged. They're all pieces that are missing, places where the rock has been chipped away. Uh, And some of the uh, damage has clearly, someone has at some point in the past has attempted to repair it, uh, but in every case, uh, poorly. Uh, it is quite obvious that the <laughs> repairs are not well, uh, the great, the best. As a Buddhist myself, I will, I will just gasp at this and, and, and ask, uh, Mr. Walker, what, what, what happened here? I, I didn't expect to see the caves in such state of decay or destruction. Yes, well. Centuries of neglect, I'm afraid, is uh, is most of it. The um, you know, the uh, it's been at least a few hundred years since this area has been used for any active worship since the last uh, temples were open here, and 
many of the locals, you know, would like to come, came by and collected a piece of a mural for, uh, to hang on their own wall at home, this kind of thing. Uh, in more recent years, of course, these, the um, various Russians moving through, uh, headed, headed east, uh, graffitiing up in the area with their own graffiti. You can see some examples of that here. Look at some, and he points out some, you know, some more spots where there's Russian graffiti carved into the, into the murals and that sort of thing. Mm. I suspect some of them, uh, you know, took some pieces of murals as well. Uh, you'll find that all over the, uh, the valley that many of the murals are quite damaged, uh, taken for sale or personal use, or I mean, this is what happens when a site hasn't been uh, secured or preserved, and it's just been sitting here for hundreds of years, unused. Unbelievable. I'm glad uh, Dr. Lockhart is here. Well, uh, would you like to uh, settle in, have some tea, or I can take you on a tour of the site and discuss matters whenever you are feel up to it? Yeah, we'll get our stuff settled. But yeah, definitely want to know why. I mean, yes, I we did take emergency. I, yes. Is there something we should be concerned of as we walk around here? Oh, no, no, it's uh, it's quite safe. Um, Psychology, go ahead. Uh, hard success. Uh, he is very serious about it being quite safe. Okay. Uh, it is merely that the issue that I wish to discuss, I don't want certain others to hear of it. Your students or? Let us discuss when we have more privacy. Okay. Does it say any of this Russian graffiti say the 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 same phrase? No. No. Uh, that was a hard spot hidden. So he made the same comment earlier, before he led you into this cave into which you can in which you can stay. Um, you know about not wanting people to overhear your yeah now we're with now we're thing. i mean i thought yeah. the reason we came into this cave was to get away from the people the prying ears and now you want to take us back out of the cave to get out so of the prying he, ears when he says that he he kind of he looks in a particular direction and you realize he kind of did the same thing the last time he made that comment and looking around you can see uh there is an an elderly chinese gentleman standing just outside the cave Mm. Who is clearly watching you? Mm. Okay, I'll nod and go. I, okay, we'll speak. Let, let us get settled and we'll speak in a little bit. Ah, excellent. Uh, I will be uh, outside. Uh, just come out and find me when you're ready. 
Normo will drop his bag and walk outside because yeah, it's only carrying. <laughs> I mean. Uh, does it seem the so the workers who are working on the scaffolding? Do I can I get a sense of what they're doing? I'm not trained in anything like that. I'm just trying to sort of look at them. Uh, they are carrying baskets of stuff up and carrying other baskets of stuff down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I sort of just be oh. kind of friendly. What is the nature of your investigation here? Um, my investigation? Oh, your research. Oh, we're looking at ways to preserve the um, the murals. Ah. Various techniques that have been developed uh, over the past few years uh, at the university, and we are attempting them on site. Let's see, find out how easy they are. Find out whether uh, how much, if any. They do additional damage to the murals, or uh, we are able to clean and repair them, and eventually the techniques that we find most effective, we will employ to clean and repair at least some of the major murals, and perhaps we can open some of these caves to visitors in tourism. So how's it going? The techniques, I mean, you found anything worthwhile? Well, as far as that goes, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Um, some of it, some of the techniques are working quite well. Some of them, well, Probably should never have made it out of the lab, but mm. I think we'll I think we'll end up with a few reasonable processes, at least for some of the the major issues. Have you seen many refugees going through here? I see they have left uh, some graffiti behind. Uh, no, as far as I know, the uh, last of the refugees that have come through. Um, uh, whereas uh, a few years back, certainly I have not seen any recently. Well, we'll let you get on with what you have to, and um... no, no, no. We'll let you get on with telling us what uh, what we're here for. Now yes, that we are we... away from uh, find a location that... with the privacy Manage, you're looking yeah. for. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, maybe we go for a walk around the area, and if you'd like to show us around. Well, certainly, if you're ready, I would uh, love to show you around. Right, right this way. Uh, he leads you up the scaffolding. Does the guy follow? Uh, he does not. Um, but if you're looking back, uh, you can definitely see he is 
you know, kind of watching you climb up the scaffolding. But he does not follow you up the scaffolding. Um, he leads you into, you know, he kind of, as you're going up the scaffolding, he'll, he'll show you some of the caves, um, you know, in the side of the cliff, uh, you know, they're much like the one, you know, that you started out in, um, you know, the one where the cots are and so forth. Um, some of the murals are in better condition. Some of them uh, are in worse. In some cases, you can see that, you know, some of the new preservation techniques have uh, been applied and some restoration techniques have been applied and they definitely seem uh, better than the ones below. Um, eventually, kind of when you get to the top of the scaffolding, uh, he'll, you know, lead you into another particular cave, uh, which again, kind of looks much, kind of looks much like the rest. <clears throat> well, yes, um, you have no doubt noticed the uh, proliferation of Russian graffiti in the area. We spoke about it just a short time ago. Da. <clears throat> I believe that some of this graffiti, that at least one or two pieces of this graffiti uh, are from a particular uh, former prisoner of the Soviets who escaped, came east, was here for some time, and while here, found a hidden cave, which was filled with some kind of riches. And I would like to find it before he is able to return. Unfortunately, as all his clues that he left, uh, if any are in Russian, I cannot decipher them. Ah. Emergency translation service, huh? So what might you think is going to return? Well, if you had found a cave full of wondrous riches and Buddhist artifacts, but were not able to uh, do anything with it about the time at your time, then certainly you would move on, set yourself up, and and come back with quarters uh, and excavators and. Uh, whatever was needed to extract it, wouldn't you? Ooh, what makes you think that he found this cave and left things behind? Just this unreadable graffiti? Uh, rumors? Does this Stories? person have a name? Uh, not that I am aware of, no. Hmm. Well, you could possibly translate it, sir, couldn't you? I could take a look. I mean, I will say that the thought of 
exploring a cave that has not been uh, touched for some time is certainly quite intriguing. Yes, another cave, uh, perhaps comparable even to to the library cave. I mean, we could find enough material to keep the uh, the Buddhist scholars busy for another fifty years. Just think of all the advancements in in learning and uh, historical why, knowledge we could find. Why didn't you want to talk? And I'll sort of nod back to where that. I was. Ah, yes. Uh, me who? He is, let me say, less than thrilled about our activities here. Uh, he believes that rather than trying to preserve the murals, we are just one more in another of the long line of Western scientists who have come to uh, steal their cultural heritage. Well, no doubt he's correct, but if he finds out that we've actually found this hidden cave, I would not care to think of the trouble he might visit upon us. Do you think he knows where the hidden cave is? Suppose it is not impossible, but I certainly have had no evidence of that that would be the case. I, I haven't discussed the matter with him at all, so I don't believe that he is aware that I am actually looking for it. Well, let me look at this graffiti. Of course, of course. Uh, please, please look around. I, uh, I should get back to my students. Uh, don't want me who to come too suspicious. Uh, but uh, please make yourselves at home. Make yourselves at home. Uh, look around. Uh, all you need. And you say the graffiti is the clues that you think you're missing. I do believe so. Yes. All right. Well, perhaps we should all that somebody would, would leave their evidence in. Uh, I mean, how much more public could you be if you're trying to keep something a secret than making it on the walls as graffiti? Is Jim? Is this guy out of your sight? I'm assuming right. he's out of your sight. Sorry. <laughs> your sight? Yes. Your sight, yeah. Yes. Whatever that yes. word was I meant to say. Yeah. Earshot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, how how strange that he would call for an emergency that involved very specific language and didn't point that out. If we did not have our good friend here, we would be of no assistance at all. I know. I'm, I don't I'm trust him at all. confused about that oh. as well. Yes, I just find this very confusing. Isn't that lucky, Timor, that you're here with us? Hmm. I think it's unlucky that we're all here, but... 
indeed, my friend. I find this very peculiar. But um, yes, Mirav, you could translate, and but maybe we could be careful about how quickly we hand over clues, just so we get a better sense of things. Need urgent help. Stop. Send people immediately. Don't care who. Don't care who. I know. That's the part I thought was strange as well. Yes. Yeah. It was just... Emergency. This is no emergency. Yes. Maybe this is not him. Or perhaps he... But you know him, right? The doctors met him, though. Yes. Yeah, you know him. Okay. That is him. Perhaps this really isn't why he called us. Hold on. Can can, can I make um now that we're discussing this, can I make a retro psychology role and remember when um Dr. Lockhart said to him, Oh, we have met and he was like, Oh, oh yes, we, we have. Uh go right ahead. I will mention this to the group in case it opens pass. Because yeah. I get a 99, of course, when we need it. <laughs> well, I, I assume that I assume the doctor recognized him as well. I mean, it wasn't just him not recognizing. Yes, Dr. Lockhart definitely, that is definitely Langdon Warner. Right. Uh, I mean, I mean, yes, but what what I'm saying is, um, he didn't. Maybe seem someone to has taken over his personality. Yes, something like that. But that will be too crazy. Of I was well, just reading a, a story about such a thing. How about a psychology role from Doctor Lockhart? Yes, please. I don't think I've got psychology. So. Ah, uh, 57. Uh, no, I don't. How about an intelligence role from Dr. Lockhart? Uh, that's a hard success. Uh, interpret it as you will, since you're not very good at psychology. Uh, but thinking back to when you've met Langdon Warner before, um, you remember that at the time he did strike you as someone who is not not dismissive of other people, but as someone who is perhaps a little on the arrogant side and uh, isn't going to go out of his way to remember someone unless they're particular unless they're you know of use or particular interest to him. And last time I didn't really get along with him. So, yep. Yeah. But yeah, not much different than before. Um, yeah, I think we should look at these uh, graffiti. <clears throat> so <clears throat> as you look around uh, the cave that you are in, um, Mr. Reppin, uh, you do see a fair bit of uh, Russian graffiti in this cave. Uh, and as you're kind of looking around, you actually you the that strange phrase that you saw a number of times on your way here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do see it in this cave. Hmm. A number of times. 
a number of times. Yes, at least six or at least six or seven times written on the written variously around the walls of this cave. Does it seem to all be the same handwriting? Yes. Is it this handwriting for this phrase in particular, or do I see this handwriting also making other graffiti? Spot hidden roll. Uh, no. No, it is close. Um, I will spend the luck. It's six points of luck, but I'll spend it. Okay. Uh, you do find the same handwriting in one other place. Okay. Does it say something different? Oh, yes. Between the red god in his dark heaven and the fat merchant's camel, the door to paradise. I assume in Russian. Yes. Um, and you, uh, you translate this to all of us? I do. And I go ahead and translate this, this bit here, this phrase that you see over and over again, it says, they are come. The end is upon us for they are come. It is, it is a strange dialect. It is odd. Uh, between the red god and his dark heaven and the fat merchant's camel, the door to paradise. Um, I assume there's no, this does not have any um, recognizable uh, religious, like this is not out of the Quran or nothing I could get with my 3% in Buddhist lore. <laughs> Uh, okay. You can you can make a you can make rolls on the religion of your choice. Uh, you know I don't actually have any religion. Muslim uh, for you, Islam would be education. Education, okay. Uh, hard success on education. Uh, there is nothing. There is nothing that seems Islamic about it. Could it be the direction? Randall, Sorry, I passed Rachel. my on the on the uh, Buddhism as well. Okay, it's a missing reference uh, there. Okay, uh, hold on to that for one second. Rachel, what was that? Could it be a clue in a mural, a red god in his dark heaven? And sure. a picture of a fat merchant's camel. Sure. We could look uh, for this surreptitiously, of course. Of course. Oh, uh, yeah. is spot hidden. That is a success. Okay. Uh, so, kind of uh, between some of you. Uh, Miss <laughs> Chiang, uh, the first line there, the red god in his dark heaven, um, 
doesn't it doesn't seem particularly Buddhist. But, you know, as you're reading it, thinking about it, kind of looking about the cave a little bit, uh, there is one particular fresco uh, of a red Buddha uh, standing on a, uh, a human corpse. Uh, and the Buddha is surrounded by a handful of what you recognize as daikini, uh, female spirits. Um, you know, in you know, through the mind of some crazy Russian, that could be a, a red god, sure, maybe. Um, Mr. Repin, as you're you know thinking about you know <laughs> merchants and camels. Uh, you do, you also see that, you know, and kind of looking around, uh, you do see a mural uh, of a, a caravan, a merchant, clearly a merchant caravan, mm -hmm. uh, led, the caravan being led by a rather rotund gentleman uh, dressed in very fine silks. And in the mural, the caravan is uh, being attacked by what appear to be some bandits. Uh, and at the end of the caravan uh, is a camel uh, whose head is turned around and looking backwards the other way. Let's follow uh, his gaze. You follow his gaze to the red Buddha that Miss Chiang identified. Uh, and between those two murals, there is a small, empty, unpainted alcove. Let's uh, go investigate. Uh, it is a small, empty, unpainted alcove. Uh, it's set not more than um, something quite something slightly less than a foot, maybe eight to ten inches uh, into the wall. Mm -hmm. uh, it is about two feet wide. Uh, the it is covered it is covered with uh, clearly a plaster, but the plaster itself is unpainted. Can we tell how old the plaster might be? Archaeology. Chemistry. Archaeology. Um, I got a hard success on archaeology. Uh, it's the same plaster that is covering pretty much the entirety of the cave. So the same plaster upon the, which the murals are worked. Mm -hmm. Exactly how old that is, you can't tell, but clearly it's old. More than a few years. Yeah. Mm. Are there any cracks in it or anything? Any sort of? Not yet. That <laughs> <laughs> is next, I'm sure. Is anyone else in here with us, or is it just us? Just you. Hmm. How how brutal does it we need feel? To, um... I mean, like, yeah, sort of like use a finger to sort of um maybe slightly make a hole or something. Um, you can kind of scratch at the surface with a fingernail. Mm -hmm. uh, you would need, you know, you, you probably think you could, you know, scrape off 
you know, some small patches of it with a knife. I'll pull out my knife. But doctor, doctor, before before you do that, if you mark it up and he comes back, he might see it. Perhaps we should sure. wait till we can get in during a more. Uh, when people are not wandering around, it could come in at any moment. Seems unlikely we would find such a time. No. I also wonder if this is the only cave that this mysterious friend um, marked up. There might be other places. It is once again odd that he put us right in the cave where the entrance was. Well, this is where the graffiti is. True, but isn't there, didn't he suggest there was graffiti all over the place or is this the only place it is? And I saw some in our in our sleeping room. Yes. Hmm. Well, he definitely must know more than that. I have no doubt, but I would just think becoming here at say in, in the middle of the morning or something would be a better time. But uh, maybe maybe we hmm. just bust through right now. Well, everybody's not really paying attention to us. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, I mean at if the we moment, find yeah. a, an entrance to paradise, then. Uh, well, well, I'll have two tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, and I will uh, set up my camera. Uh, I think I have taken pictures some along the way, but definitely this is a time to take some pictures. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Um, actually, what I'll do is rather than um, better, uh, what I'll do is rather than chipping away at the top, can I sort of just at the base where the wall on the ground meet, sort of start trying to clear a little bit of the that point down there to see if I could maybe get enough to feel if there's like possible breeze or possible something, you know, like there might be something behind this wall. I want to uh, chip away enough to but make it not so visible. Sure, you can chip away some of the plaster right at the base. Um, give me an archaeology roll. Archaeology roll. Uh, that's a zero seven, so that's an extreme success. Uh, you can certainly chip away some of the plaster right at the base of the alcove. Um, and as you do so, kind of wear you know, the wall of the alcove meets the floor of the cave. You find a seam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm, that's definitely you would be willing to believe that, yes, under all this plaster, there is, would seem to be, based on your archaeological expertise, a stone door. Oh, there we have it. I would still like to hear these rumors that he has heard before we 
perhaps open this stone door. I don't know. His story just doesn't seem to check out. Well, so why would hearing more of his story help us? Well, where did he hear these rumors from? That's... I think it's all lies. Listen, Rolls. I assume base is something higher than that. Oh, yeah, that's an nice. extreme. There you go. Um, what's the base? I think base listen is 20. Yep. Uh, dialed. Dialed. Uh, Mr. Reppin. You hear someone climbing the scaffolding outside the cave. I, I pull um, the good doctor away and and um, say, oh, we must investigate elsewhere. This this makes no sense. We should find some more of this graffiti and look to the outside conspicuously. Uh, as you do so, uh, at the mouth of the cave, uh, from climbing, you know, clearly climbed up the scaffolding and is now standing at the mouth of the cave, uh, is an elderly Chinese gentleman. Specifically, the same one that you saw watching you before. Ah, good day, friends of Professor Warner. My way. Greetings, I will say in my awkward new Chinese. <laughs> ah. Greetings. Greetings. Uh, how are you finding our, our, our lovely uh, caves? Such beautiful <laughs> murals, don't you think? They are. Interesting, absolutely stunning murals. Quite a testament to the uh, religion. I walk over to the Red Buddha one and I go, oh, this is really appreciating quality here. Oh, wonderful. I'm very glad to hear it. I wonder, I, I'm Professor, Professor Warner and his students have been doing a great deal of work on these murals. I was not aware that you required additional assistance. Uh, you are... What is your job here, if I may ask? Oh, I am merely an advisor to the laborers, uh, liaison between Professor Warner's team and uh, the local laborers he has hired. <laughs> Must be quite interesting. Sort of a translator. Yeah, a translator, a solver of problems, identify uh, who to hire, who to stay away from, this kind of thing. Have there been any interesting problems? Oh. Oh, the work has gone fairly smoothly. Good. Look, the locals are glad to have the additional uh, income. Uh, but but please, uh, why are, why has he called you here? Well, he's yet to tell us the specifics, but um, yeah, I mean, he was I think maybe some interest because we've. Just uh, but we know who's currently studying um, some of the Buddhist texts back. 
Seems he uh, wants to make sure they are well preserved. Make sure everything yes. is uh, is solid and safe. You're going well. Dr. Larkart here is a, 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 a colleague of his. Indeed. A fast of the talking. <laughs> well, I didn't lie, so I don't have to say anything. <laughs> I very deliberately didn't lie. I heard some fast talking going on <laughs> from some people I, in there. Uh, I um, might not have been super successful in, the, in an attempt at fast talking. My fast talking? I. 19. What's the base? Five. Five. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm not going to spend five for that. No, no. I said nothing at all. I <laughs> see. Well, I would hate to think that he has called you here to assist him in carrying off, in removing and carrying off some of these murals. So many have already been damaged and look uh, I would I would have no absolutely no time for anybody who removes murals from these places. They should be preserved and kept here and allowed for generations to come to come and I agree. see them. Persuade. I don't have it, but she actually believes this anyway. Uh oh, zero two. Ah, well, I am very glad to hear it. In that case, I wish you all a good day. Please, uh, if you have any questions or need any assistance, uh, you can ask any of the laborers uh, for me and they will uh, they will oh. find me. I, I, I do have a question. I hear that um, many Russians have been fleeing the dread communists. Um, and obviously they have been coming through here. Um, is yes, this still... doing quite a bit of damage on their way? It is unfortunate, um, but to leave a signpost to a loved one um, in a place that they might look. Um, I am sorry for their disrespect. It is not not for it is not their intention to be disrespectful well perhaps you are right it is a difficult situation that they find themselves in having to leave their homeland and emigrate to a new land perhaps you are right um have there been Many. Oh, there have been quite a few over the years, yes. Um, but this has stopped. I have not seen a refugee for at least a year. And none of them have stayed here or near here. Is there a community near here? Oh, there is not. No, they. They all wish to push on to the east to the larger cities, Xi'an or Peking, or even eventually make their way to the ocean and sail to the west, sail to America. Yes, uh, to find each other, to 
to uh, find a bit of, of perhaps somebody you knew or know. Um, thank you. Of course, of course. I wish you all a good day. And with that, he leaves. Hmm. <sighs> I, I'm just after he's left, I'll sort of just wander back um, and just see which direction and where he goes. Make sure he's actually leaving, leaving and not hanging around just outside where we stand. Uh, nope, you see him climb back down the scaffold and eventually all the way back down to the ground. And walk off. Excellent. I'm not sure which uh, one of these people I don't trust, I don't trust more. Maybe okay. we can trust any of them. That is a very difficult way to live. I am going to search the caves for more graffiti to see if there are any other interesting bits. That would be a good idea, actually. Uh, you can certainly go back down in um, the various caves on the various levels of the scaffolding, uh, spot hidden. Okay. No. And it's too much to spend. Uh, you do find plenty of Russian graffiti in the other caves. I got so, a normal success. Yeah. Uh, but none matching the uh, the... Uh, the strange phrase that you found uh, on your way here that was repeated multiple times in the top cave. Should we go that door? It is quite exciting. I certainly would love to see what's in there. Mm. Uh, I think I take it this they wouldn't be working through the night. These people. No. Maybe we could go up there in the evening. It was much harder to be sneaky at night, but um, good. Does it seem like we are being watched? Or is he, as Warner and uh, the the Chinese man left us to uh, do whatever research they've left us for? Uh, there was no, there was, there is no one up here with you. To be certain. Well, I mean, if we try to sneak around, it will be a lot. If we look like we're doing sneaky things, it will be. Suspicious yeah. where they've left us here, so but he left us here. Well, Either here's he... where the graffiti is, right? Yeah. Can you find a way to um, open the door, Dr. Lockhart? Uh yeah, I mean, yeah, but I'll have to get this all cleared, I mean. Definitely, I can work on this and start. But when do you want me? Do you want me to work on it now? Or? I don't know. Or should we 
talk to Dr. Warner about his research. I mean, Dr. Warner could probably help us to keep our work up here quiet. Are you sure you want to, to involve in this? Mm, I'm not. In the past, I haven't had great dealings with him. He's not the greatest of people. So I don't know whether we should just work on this ourselves and just sort of also investigate around other areas so that nobody's suspecting of what we're doing here. What do people think? Do we want to get Dr. Warner in on this? I'm very excited to explore this uh, this possible cave. I think that would be would be excellent, mm. and that would be uh, whether or not Mr. Warner is involved. I don't much care. Yes, perhaps we should make sure it really is the him. right place before we bring him in. We need to bother. Yes, a ah, very good that. idea. Yes. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, let me go and get my tools. And I'll be back. And I'll go and get my tools for and start working slowly on clearing this part plaster off the door. Uh, okay. You can certainly get your uh, tools chisel and trowel you think are probably useful for this maybe a brush to yeah uh, crush things away um the alcove as i said is not is not very big right so you're you know you kind of you're you're the only one you know who can work on it right yeah and i was going to also do it so carefully so that i didn't um so i wouldn't damage if there's anything engraved in the door so i wouldn't damage the door itself behind the plaster Fair enough. Give me a strength roll, Dr. Mm. Lockhart. Reasonably strong. Uh, so that's a 14. So that would be uh, hard to, uh, actually, uh, that'd be extreme 60. Roll to 14. Uh, doesn't matter. You succeeded. Uh, it takes you about an hour to clear away the entirety of the plaster. And just look at those biceps. Uh, and sure enough, you can see the outline of a stone door in the wall. <laughs> the door to heaven. Must be. I'll take some more pictures. Does it look like it would be easily moved? Um, uh, you can, as you press on the door, uh, it does slowly 
some grinding of stone. Pivot inwards. Fantastic. Can I get power rolls from everyone? More fantastic. <laughs> what a 98 suit you for POW. Regular success. Hard. Uh, who failed? Just uh, I, I did, but Bazaz Wayne failed. Uh, regular Fumbled. success for me. Uh, anyone else fail? May May failed. Okay. Uh, Mr. Bazaz Wayne and Miss Chiang, uh, would you both make sanity rolls, please? Sure. Uh, 33 oh, is um, success. Five success. Uh, okay. No sand loss. Uh, would you both make uh, natural world rolls? Oh, I might. Uh, what is base? I don't know. Something low. Hmm. So no, I I can pass. Just ten seconds. I, I did not. I did not pass either. I have a good good. Uh, okay. Natural roll, but a bad roll. Uh, as Doctor Lockhart pushes the door open. Uh, the two of you, Mr. Pizaz Wayne and Ms. Chiang, uh, find yourselves standing in the cave. Uh, the others are not there, just the two of you huh. looking at each other. Um, Mr. Bazaz Wayne, I forget what is your uh, your 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 language, your your own language. My own language is probably both English and Hindu. Uh, English is, I guess, my top language. It's interesting okay. that Hindustani is so low. Um, well, British India. Yeah. Um, Mr. Bazaz Wayne, the and Miss Chiang, um, <clears throat> you find yourself standing in the cave, the same cave, uh, but there are no murals anywhere on the wall. They're just bare stone. Uh, the Walls of the cave, however, are completely covered with that strange phrase, they are come, the end is upon us, for they are come. Uh, Mr. Bazaz Wayne, you see it written in English. <coughs> Ms. Chiang, you see it written in Chinese. Interesting. Uh, the, uh, it is clearly written in something that is blood red, maybe blood, maybe blood red paint, uh, fresh, it is dripping. And as you look at the as you look at the 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 writing, the characters and the words themselves seem to drip and morph and and shift and move about the walls. And as you're seeing this for a couple seconds, you you feel the the ground beneath you start to shake uh, like an earthquake. And a huge black bird, a raven flies into your face seemingly from out of nowhere cawing and pecking at your eyes and scratching at your face and you kind of throw up your hands you know trying to knock it away and as you do so you know the the bird explodes into just a deluge of pink and white petals flower petals of some kind wow 
and the the blossoms kind of float gently to the floor to the ground to the bottom of the cave and arrange themselves into what seems to be the shape of a seated figure uh-huh. and then well, a that... moment later the blossoms dissolve into what looks like a pool of blood that seeps away into the floor and when you say the same cave you mean the cave we started in not the one that we thought we were going into correct and you kind of so, you kind of you kind of blink my, and, oh go ahead and go ahead then you're you know the cave is is back to normal and the others are kind of standing around <laughs> looking at you wondering what just happened was my uh tripod and camera in this this mystical vision cave or was it just the two of us standing with nothing it was just the two of you standing with nothing oh. did, did you see that yes so i'm losing my mind but you were there as well yes oh, so that what? was amazing what what happened you were not there it was the room was full of there was a a seated figure in feathers and uh the the that phrase that phrase was was dripping off the walls the one of uh there is uh they are come the end is upon us they are come i that was that's what you saw also yes yes exactly the same uh, Jim, quick question: The seated figure, did it look like Buddha or just a standard person? That's what I was wondering. Yeah. Um, you certainly didn't see, you know, anything in the seated figure made out of stacked flower petals uh, that looked, you know, that would make you identify it as a Buddha specifically. Um, you know, it certainly could have could have been. Uh, you know, or it could have just been someone in a seated position. Yeah. All right. So I guess the question is, it wasn't like a fat Buddha, um, iconic no. Buddha. Okay, cool. No. I wonder, I wonder what we saw. That's. That is quite something. So maybe that's that's what the Russians saw when he opened the door, and and that's why yes. it's freaking all over the place. So it's certainly possible. Yes. Hmm. Well, well, what is yeah, inside? Should... Yeah, let's head into this cave. I wonder how were you able to to read the Chinese writing. No, it was in English. Possible. I saw I saw the letters in Chinese. In Chinese, but no, I no, I'm sure of it. Yes, it was spelled out in English. I I'll be lighting adding to light by that joint. Uh, Dr. Lockhart, as you step through the door, uh, you find yourself in a small cavern, a small room. 
Um, something less than four by four meters by five meters. Uh, on the the ceiling is is fairly high though, maybe 15, 20 meters up. Uh, and um, about two or three meters up one particular wall, uh, you can see there is what at one time was probably a window, uh, but it is um, uh, bricked up with stone, uh, but not completely so, or let's say not very, <laughs> not very well. Um, you know, there's gaps, in, there's gaps in the brickwork. Um, and so, you know, there is some light filtering through. Uh, in the room, there are a number of stuffs. Uh, there are uh, against one wall, there are a number of um, documents, uh, scrolls and uh, bound books uh, stacked uh, up. Uh, sitting right near the door, um, leaning up against the wall, there is a um, a black stone about six inches across and a quarter of an inch thick uh, that is framed by a filigree of gold wire. Uh, and there are, um, there is a kind of a cloud shaped pad of fabric stuck to one side of the stone uh, and some various colored uh, silk ribbons uh, faded and, and quite worn dangling from one side. Um, the side without the fabric is very, very highly polished of this black stone. The side with the fabric uh, is inscribed with a number of patterns that you don't immediately recognize. It's certainly not characters of any you know, language that you recognize. It, I mean, it could mm -hmm. just be, you know, stylistic animal designs or, you know, some kind of geometric motif. Uh, geology role. Yeah. What is there on? Is that a no mm. or a... Oh, I don't have geology. What's the base? One. One. Do you think it's worth it? I'm getting the luck on that. Oh, Eight points of luck later. Uh, you do recognize that the stone is obsidian. <clears throat> Um, a uh, history, archaeology, or a culturals. Uh -huh. I have history. Uh, Twenty-one, which either history or archaeology are hard to uh, Twenty-one, Jim. Yep. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yep. Anyone. Uh, I passed my history roll. Presumably, you're all kind of looking around. Uh, you recognize that this thing is a is a milong. 
a shamanic mirror that, according to legend, could be used to see into the past. Hmm. Okay. Um, leaning up against the wall next to the Milong is a um, a bronze um, knife or short sword of some kind. Uh, it is uh, about the blade is about eight inches long. Uh, it is fairly ornate, curved blade, uh, inscribed with, uh, again, those same kind of, you know, stylistic animals or geometric motif or, you know, hard to really tell. Um, another history, archaeology, or occult role? Uh, normal success on history or archaeology. Uh, you recognize this as a Katari, which is a ritual flaying knife used in human sacrifices or sacrifices of any kind, human and otherwise. I don't know if it helps, but I did roll an extreme on a cult. Uh, it does not help. Good. Any more <laughs> than is already known. Um, uh, across leaning up against another wall, there is a staff. Uh, about six feet long, topped with a trident blade, uh, and mounted along the shaft just below the blade are three human skulls. Uh, either history or lore Buddhism. Okay, I can find out. History roll. Oh. oh, we all have blue boots. Oh no, I fail. I fail both. I made my art history roll. And not quite. That's the only history I have is history slash art. That's what it says. It's very artistic. So why they put this guy? Um. Against another wall, there is a life-size bronze statue uh, of a clearly a, a holy man in the Buddhist uh, or some kind of Buddhist tradition, uh, seated in the lotus position. Um, Lotus positions the cross leg one. Yep. Yep. Uh, spot hidden or listen? Uh, either oh, one. Success yes. for both. Yeah. Uh, there is a crack in the wall behind the statue. Um, and you can, and you know, kind of looking closer at the crack, you can see that the wall behind this statue, or at least part of it, uh, is not actually stone, but is mud brick. Hmm. Um, and although you ca you can't see through the crack, you can hear something through it, and it takes you a moment, but you recognize it as the cawing of a raven. Interesting. Listen, raving on the other side. 
So it's just something that I can uh, break a little bit, you know? Um, I would leave it for now. It shouldn't be. Why would there be anything living on the other side? Well, maybe it, uh, you know, there was a chimney. Maybe it's just uh, uh, goes to the outside. So this this looks like something that was made res recently, right? Archaeology? No, I don't have any archaeology, but I will ask around. Um, um, success on my archaeology, normal. Oh, no. No, I thought this would be old. Um, the, the statue itself is quite old. The wall, the mud brick wall is very old, yes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, you would... No, you, no. Dr. Lockhart would estimate at least a thousand years, if not more. In that yeah, case, I'll break it. Oh, sorry. Yeah, don't, I wouldn't touch it yet. Um, quick question, Jim, for me. From that time period, would the Chinese have bound books or was it just scrolls? Yes. They did have bound books, okay. Yes. Wasn't. Well, should we tell Dr. Warner about this or should we? There are a lot of scrolls here. There are a lot of things to research. But none of this seems like an emergency. No, I agree. I'll have a can look over the books and the scrolls. Um. Jim, did it look like there was a place out in the outer cavern there where one could hide an object? No. Okay. Uh, then I will take, if nobody stops me, take the knife type thing and sort of use my belt to sort of attach it to my, underneath my shirt behind my back. Okay. Yeah. I'm very, very concerned about having an object used for human sacrifice with us here. <laughs> Fair enough. Will, uh, while, the, while the book learning's going on, I'm going to uh, study this crack with the raven noise behind it and see if I think there's any way to move something or get through it. Or um, you can kind of pick at it a little bit, and you th you actually and you know you can very clearly you know realize that you know the 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 mud brick here is so old you know it's it's definitely falling apart. Uh, you would have to move the statue to, um, you know, make any real headway in opening this up. And the statue seems movable, or it would take two or three people. It's a full size. It's probably pretty heavy. I assume. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You you kind of you know push on it, and you yeah. know, maybe it rocks just a little bit. But yeah, you're not moving that that you know enough that you can. Yeah, you can probably move this, but I'm not doing it by. I can't do it by myself. Yeah. Is the are, are all the books in Chinese and the scrolls? They look based. No. Oh. No. Some of them are. Some of them are in that strange language that we can't understand. Uh, no, actually. Um, I believe it is Miss Chiang, at least, who can identify that many of them are in Sanskrit. 
I can do that. Yes. I'm going to head out. I want to just keep uh, an eye out. Um, I, I've been assuming Mr. Larkard has been standing by the door. <laughs> That's yeah. a good, seems like a good thing for him to do. Yeah. Um, I will take a look at this mirror, I guess. It is Anything? as described. There's nothing, there's nothing particularly interesting when I look into it or look behind yeah. it or anything. Uh, it's shiny. It's pretty. Oh. I, w I wonder if these are the treasures that um, uh, the other man was talking about that were found by the by the Russians. Well, that's what I'm concerned about. Warner described this as some sort of rich trove, and while these are probably valuable, not necessarily dragging people 30 days cross-country to find valuable. No, no. Are you sure about I, that? No. I mean, uh, Miss Chang, can you have a look at these books? Um, I mean, yes. is there anything in them? Anything? I mean, it's all, no, me, I mean, it, um, no, I didn't pass my Sanskrit. She may need more light. Mm. Yes. Um, from from um, a archaeologist's point of view, this room would be quite extensive in knowledge and history. Um, Jim, would, would I consider this really mind blowing to summon extra people? No. Um, it's certainly interesting, right? I mean, clearly, mm. you know, not just the wall, but kind of everything in here is quite ancient, right? At least a thousand years, if not more. Um, you know, but there's nothing in here that there aren't, you know, other examples of. Um, it would be like opening up uh, another tomb in a pyramid that you yep. haven't been before. Yep. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's a certain amount of interest just in the fact that it is old and, you know, you know, maybe, you know, maybe these are, you know, particularly nice examples of some things that, you know, are known to Western science. Um, you know, there, you know, again, there are, you know, certainly are, you know, some scrolls in the books, but, you know, it's not like, you know, there's thousands of them. There's, you know, a couple dozen, right? It's not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's it's, it's interesting, but it's not. It doesn't seem particularly groundbreaking or earth shattering. Mm, that's what I was thinking. Um, got another question. Does it look like any Russians? Is there anything to signify that there may have been someone in here besides? Well, the plaster was still there, so I don't know how he could have gotten in. Intelligence role. Perhaps he touched it. Uh, hard success. Yes. Mine. Also hard success. Um, so other than uh, the other than the statue, 
which is big and heavy and, and hard to move. Um, it does occur to you that the things that were near the door versus the things that are stacked farther away from the door, again, except for the very large bronze statue, which would be very hard to move, um, are those things which would have, you know, which are more valuable, more saleable hmm. in a modern context? The mirror, the staff, the knife. But how? How would he have gotten in and not disturb the Perhaps plaster? the same way the raven... Um, uh... Got in. There uh, may be a back door. Uh, let's let's move the statue. We can look and look for well, a back door. And I'll also point up at the window. The window is not fully blocked. Well, perhaps I mean, we came through the window. Sure. Yeah. That's. I good. mean, we could. Um. I'll. I'll. Um. If you guys work on the door, I'll kind of work with these bricks at the window. See if I can open that up. Uh, Doctor Lockhart, you can certainly. Uh, it doesn't take long to unbrick the window. Filling the room with more light. And the others, I believe, were working together to move the statue. Yeah, sure. Uh, you can certainly do so. Ever heard adventurers? Now, now there's more light. Can I give another try to the books? Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I will I will grab one of the books, get closer to the light, and get a zero five. Hey, you should get glasses. Um, you can you you know I mean obviously you can't fully translate everything in just a few minutes, but you know you can identify a few phrases and you know you you recognize um, that this is all kind of Buddhist poetry and lore. Um, you know, but on on a quick scan, you don't you know again you don't find anything. You know, particularly earth-shaking or revelatory. Mm -hmm. Or related to my vision, anyway. Um, so you work together. Uh, it takes you, you know, a little bit. You have to kind of, you know, heave and heave and push, but you're able to drag the statue out of the way. So does the um, yeah? So to look again at the at the crack in the wall and see what may be possible there. Uh, you definitely think it would be uh, not terribly difficult to break through this mud brick wall. Well, apparently I have a disease that will prevent me from not doing that. So I <laughs> uh, can. You know, work your way into some of the cracks between the bricks and start pulling them away. And, um, you know, after about 10 or 15 minutes, kind of, you know, open up uh, a hole. Uh, as you do so, would you make a sanity roll? Uh -huh. uh, zero two. Uh, no sanity loss and a dodge roll. Ooh. Hello, Raven. Uh, 56 is apparently I have a face in dodge, which is much higher than lower than that. I do not uh, succeed. 
yes, as a large raven flies out of the hole that you made, smacks you in the face, ah. scratches you up a little bit, and then flies out the window that Dr. Lockhart has opened. How did it get in there? It's oh, nice. a large bird. It was nice of us to free him. Yeah, I wonder if it got in through there, if it's squished its way in. But uh, but come, let's oh, see what's oh. back here. Um, I'll quickly just look out the window. What can I see in terms of the area? Uh, the valley below. I don't know why they couldn't find this through, on the other side. Through, through the crack, you mean, Jim? Or uh, through the window that Dr. Lockhart opened. Oh, okay. Well, perhaps he did find it through the window, and that's why all the stuff has been moved. But he couldn't. Maybe he couldn't get the stuff out through the window, and so he was uh, going to come back and remove the stuff through the door once he had, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What? Yeah, definitely. What's in that room that you guys have opened besides the raven that's no longer there? Uh, you can look through, or even step through. Step through. Uh, and yes. it's another fairly small room, maybe five meters on a side. Uh, the roof of this room is quite high. It's a good 20 or 30 meters above. Uh, and as I think Mr. Bazazwain suggested earlier, um, there is a hole in the roof mm. through through which you can see sunlight. Some sunlight streaming through and illuminating this room. Uh, you can just see and kind of hear uh, on the far wall, there is a small spring uh, bubbling through into the room, and then the water just kind of dissipates into the floor. Mm. Uh, just inside the door, or inside the hole, uh, are uh, stacked um, <clears throat> some small pots that appear to at one point have been filled with some kind of pigments. Uh, and next to them, there are a few uh, brushes, kind of old worn horsehair brushes. Mm. Uh, in the center of the room, there is a statue uh, of a seated man, life-size statue of a seated man. Um, in Sitting in front of the statue, there is a fresh peach. Uh, uh, next to the statue, there is a pile of at least a hundred, maybe even a couple hundreds, of very neatly stacked peach pits. <laughs> wow. And looking around at the cave walls, you see a sanity roll. Yeah. Another success. Sanity roll. Feeling very sane. Um, oh, fail. 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 
pass. Uh, nothing for the nothing for the success. One point for the failure. Um, as you see, painted around the walls of the cave, uh, there are figures, human figures. Uh, can I get an art history or just a history roll? Probably used up my art history roll. Uh, no, I did make it because I have a decent got, art history. And I've got normal success in my history. Uh, the style of painting dates from the 8th or 9th century. <clears throat> Period robes. The figures are just, you know, kind of standing there, um, you know, nicely dressed, um, not particularly engaged in any activity. Um, they are, all of them appear to be life-size portraits. And looking at them, it takes a moment, but you recognize the portraits. One of, one of them is Mr. Reppin. Uh, that one over there, Miss Chiang. Standing next to each other, Dr. and Mr. Lockhart. Over there is Mr. Bazaz Wayne. And there's Norbo as well. Phenomenal. What about Warner or the small Chinese man? Nope. Just the six of you. They haven't been here. Well, uh... No, 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 we have not been here. We've only just got here. here. <clears throat> so the, in the addition mirror... to the, sorry, real quick, in addition to the life-size paintings of the six of you, uh, there are other, there are other kind of smaller um, scenic paintings, uh, all of which uh, involve the six of you in a variety of activities. There's one where you are traveling through, walking through what seems to be a desert with a black whirlwind following you. In another one, you're climbing through a snowy mountain pass. Another one of them, you seem to be seated at some kind of tables, or at least five of you seated at some kind of tables with Mr. Bazaz Wayne standing next to a small picture of some mountains in front of you. And that looks very much like the lecture he gave those many, many days ago. Spitting <laughs> image. But with, when we see this uh, painting, does it look like, um, you know, were, were we were wearing standard clothes or period clothes? You were all wearing period clothes. Do you remember that nightmare we had? Well, we all had different nightmares, did we not? I think so, but we all went somewhere. Perhaps some of us went here. Yes, because I remember now that you mention it, thank you. 
the walls were covered with painting uh, murals animals people scenes of daily life is that what i'm seeing here jim it's very similar in fact as you think about it kind of all of the caves here that you have been in are very similar to that yes is quite so, quite a thing so there was a figure um that kind of turned to, towards me on that uh vision do i see that painting here it would not be unreasonable to believe that the statue of the seated man in the center of the room is similar to what you saw. Mm -hmm. Is he seated in the lotus position like the statue in the other room? Yes. Do they seem to be the same man? I uh, no. And in fact, as you look closer at the statue, um, this statue is, it's not bronze it's some kind of gray stone it looks like or at least most of it um the statue is incredibly lifelike it's you know probably you know among the most you know ornately executed statue carbon statues you've seen um is that it the has Russian? a it has a headpiece uh that appears to be um some kind of coiled braided rope, possibly even hair on the head. Mm. Uh, the statue is actually draped with actual textile robes. They're not carved. Those are. Um, there is a bone rosary hanging around the statue's neck. Uh, there are a pair of gold rings on the statue's fingers. And there are, there are even gold hoops embedded with turquoise hanging from the statue's ears. Uh, lore Buddhism roll. Uh, still didn't hit my 03. Yeah, I don't have any. Definitely not. So other than the the flesh of this statue, everything looks everything is real. Like the jewelry, the clothing is real, but the the flesh is stone. So it is as if a man was turned into stone. Uh, is Mr. Bazazwain touching it, touching the stone to find out? Oh, it seems so likely. Yes, yes. Why not? <laughs> Uh, as you do so, Mr. Bazaar's <laughs> Wayne, um, you can make a sanity roll. Uh, I will make that one as well. Uh, no sanity loss. As you reach in and kind of poke the statue, 
and find that the stone is not as hard as it looked. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And the statue's eyes open. No. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and the head turns to look at you, Mr. Bazazwain. Uh huh. All right. Oh. No, what, uh, I'm sorry. I don't. I I will speak in your language. Thank you. I have been waiting for you a long time. Who who are you? My name is Tenzin Kalsang. Tenzin. Tenzin. You are, you are. I am in need of your assistance. And I think this is a good place to end it for the evening.